I'm Mordecai Sound, and this is your weekly news roundup from America's Frontline News. 22,000 Colorado residents Tuesday lost control of temperatures in their homes for hours when they were locked out of their smart thermostats during a so-called energy emergency. Temperatures climbed into the 90s Tuesday, but when XL customers tried to turn up their air conditioning, they saw a message on the thermostat saying the temperature was locked due to an energy emergency. Excel confirmed to contact Denver 7 that 22,000 customers who had signed up for the Colorado AC Rewards program were locked out of their smart thermostats for hours on Tuesday, saying they chose to be part of the voluntary program based on incentives. According to leaked documents obtained by Project Veritas from inside the New York City Police Department, new laws that took effect September 1st mandate that anyone carrying a firearm is presumed to be carrying unlawfully until proven otherwise. The new laws designate public venues as sensitive and others as restricted. Even though a person may be licensed to carry a firearm, they may not bring a firearm to a sensitive location. All private property, residential and commercial, not on the sensitive location list is considered restricted. The Food and Drug Administration this month updated its guidance to recommend that anyone who receives a negative result from an at-home COVID-19 antigen test continue testing until it shows positive. The recommendation applies whether the individual is experiencing symptoms or not. On its website, the FDA says, quote, the U.S. Food and Drug Administration is advising people to perform repeat or serial testing following a negative result on any at-home COVID-19 antigen test. The FDA recommends repeat testing following a negative result whether or not you have COVID-19 symptoms. The Quidel Sophia SARS antigen test insert says the test was authorized for individuals who are suspected of COVID-19 by their health care provider within the first five days of the onset of symptoms, not for an asymptomatic person. However, the agency does not specify that their recommendation is only for those who may have been exposed to the virus, suggesting that everyone should test repeatedly until one shows positive. A study examining mRNA vaccine serious adverse events has been peer-reviewed in the journal Vaccine. The study found serious adverse events of special interest following mRNA COVID-19 vaccination in randomized trials in adults. It appears to be the first of its kind to provide hard data on the excess risk of adverse side effects of the Pfizer and Moderna mRNA vaccines in an independent randomized controlled trial. Study authors include researchers from Stanford University, University of Maryland, and UCLA. The study provides a list of confirmed adverse events of the respective mRNA vaccines. And a new study published in Science Advances investigating the effects of COVID vaccines on menstrual cycles has revealed that 42% of women with regular cycles bled more heavily following vaccination, and 66% of postmenopausal women experienced breakthrough bleeding following shots. The study's authors noted that their findings, quote, align with other recent studies that show significant menstrual cycle responsiveness to SARS-CoV-2 vaccination. Two runners died and 74 were hospitalized Sunday during the Comrades Marathon in South Africa. As of Wednesday, nine runners remained in hospital. The two fatalities include 31-year-old Amzamu Mtembu, who suffered a sudden heart attack during the 90-kilometer downrun and was transferred to Westville Hospital, where he was pronounced dead. The other fatality, 47-year-old Fakamisa Nchiza, had difficulty at the halfway mark and was pronounced dead on the scene. The tragedy follows a similar one in May, when 16 people were taken to hospital after running the Brooklyn Half Marathon, including four runners who collapsed and a 30-year-old runner who died of cardiac arrest. 
The Australian Bureau of Statistics last week recorded deaths across Australia running at 16.6% above average, representing almost 11,000 more dead Australians than the average from recent years. An initiative funded in part by the Rockefeller Foundation is investing an initial $7.2 million in behavioral research focused on convincing more people to get the COVID-19 injections the foundation announced last week. The initiative received the grant toward the costs of launching a research consortium to drive acceptance and uptake of COVID-19 vaccination efforts and provide insights to counter health mis- and disinformation. Included in the initiative is $7.2 million in direct research funds to 12 teams working in 17 countries to increase COVID vaccination rates. Social and behavioral scientists are tasked with developing, quote, locally tailored solutions with community-crafted messaging. Teams will study how to harness influencers to counter misinformation and censor dissenting viewpoints on social media through network-transforming interventions for reducing the spread of health misinformation online. A California bill that would allow the California Medical Board to punish medical professionals who openly disagree with government health authorities successfully passed the state Senate Monday and awaits Governor Gavin Newsom's signature. The bill charges the California Medical Board with punishing health care professionals who, quote, disseminate medical disinformation in the form of treatment or advice. The legislation cites mainstream media reports as evidence that criticizing COVID injections is misinformation. The bill comes even after the CDC this month removed any distinction in its guidance between the vaccinated and unvaccinated. Neither the bill's authors, nor the news outlets they cite, nor the California Medical Board are headed by medical professionals. Mainstream media last week spontaneously began to blame President Donald Trump for the spate of deaths following the COVID-19 vaccines. The shift occurred days after InfoWars founder Alex Jones predicted the vaccine would become Trump's undoing, saying the COVID injections may be the one fight Trump cannot win. Trump, most recently in July, called for, quote, drug dealers to receive the death penalty. Responding to Jones's warning, Trump doubled down to defend his vaccine policy, saying, I believe what I did was good. It's an effective vaccine. For more top news and analysis, go to our website at americasfrontlinenews.com. You've been listening to Mordechai Sones and America's Frontline Doctors Frontline News.